Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce Podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Hallelujah! We just heard from Jude's testimony about how a word caused a difference in his life. How he received a teaching from our pastor and how he took it serious and he made a change. Today is another opportunity for us to be blessed by the word of God. For us to grow in our spirits. For us to be taught again by our pastor. I believe that the word for your deliverance and your miracle and your healing is in today's message. So if you are happy and excited as I am, stand to your feet and help me welcome our pastor, our shepherd, our mother, Sister Joy Felipe Bruce! Hallelujah! I can't hear your shout for Jesus. I can't hear your shout, those of you at home. I can't hear you. Hallelujah! Amen and amen. We want to thank God for his goodness. We want to thank him because he has kept us. Amen? If you are sitting at home by your sister, push your sister and say, Hey, we are still here. (laughs) And if you are here with me in the studio, right here, push your neighbor and say, Hey, we are still here. (laughs) We are in masks and all kinds of things, but we are here. (laughs) Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, we are always grateful to come to church. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for another Sunday. Thank you that by means of witty inventions we're able to still reach out to each other we give you praise thank you for everyone who's a part of this service i pray today lord that your word will reach us minister to us meet us at our point of need and may there be a change this i ask in jesus name amen and amen take your seat wow wow it's an honor to have another opportunity to preach to share the word of God and we don't take it for granted. Amen. One of the things about this COVID season is that it should bring, make thankfulness come up easily to you. When you realize that you are still here, you realize that maybe things you thought you wouldn't do again. You know, there are some people, they are still wondering whether they will go to school or if they will ever go to school. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so when you find out that, oh, something is working, then you thank God that it's still working. That oh, we can still come and put on TV and uh, what? Go on the internet, listen to something, hear something, share word. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. It's not like that everywhere. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So we should thank God. Well, I'll be sharing with you from something because you know i had just started to study this book when bishop dag recommended it i was reading it for myself not for you (laughs) you know but when he you know when he said we should go and get this book the determinants and read it i thought to myself that it cannot be coincidence It cannot be coincidence. And so, as we have entered into another month, we've been talking about prayer in the past month, I just thought to myself that, well, it's not a bad place. So I'm not sure how long I'll be talking to you about this one for. Are you there? Because just the first chapter alone, the first part of it, I can divide it into three weeks. So I don't know what's going to happen. But I want to start sharing with you from the book, The Determinant, which many of you don't have. It's also a sign. Tell anybody, it's also a sign. Ah, it's also a sign you know and it's not just a book but it's actually based on a scripture 
and it's something that is very important for our lives and for our ministry for everything that we do and i'm sure you are wondering what do we what are what are determinants what is that what is that now a determinant is a characteristic or a virtue that determines the outcome of things you do in your life that's a determinant and the entire book is based around a scripture and it takes us deeper into many things amen spiritual things non-spiritual things they are all governed by determinants but let us look at the basic scripture the main scripture we'll be working with ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse 11 ecclesiastes is said to be written by solomon towards the end of his life and he was now getting a little depressed <laughs> you see when you are starting to get to the end of your life then you discover that many things you are fighting about they were not important to there are some other things that are important the things that were so crucial is when you are young you think that if i don't get those designer shoes those designer campus like my whole happiness is staked on it and you get to a point and you realize that come on come on isn't there more to life you see and it was at that stage in his life that he began to now write down certain things and that's what we see in the book of proverbs in some parts of proverbs we see it also in ecclesiastes but in chapter 9 and verse 11 there's a very interesting scripture and it says i returned tell anybody i returned i returned and saw under the sun you know one of the things that i like about solomon is that many things that he writes were from observation if you will just look you will understand if you will just look right now as we're walking around people think that covid is over but if you will just look you will see that there are some people who have been cleared and some that are still clearing so you will understand hey that it is not over yeah so he says i returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong neither yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happeneth to them all if you just read the scripture through once and you brush past it you will say to yourself that oh any 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 i don't have to do anything because time and chance is a great equalizer so it will equalize me don't make that mistake let's go back and read it again i returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong nor yet bread to the wise nor yet riches to men of understanding nor yet favor to men of skill but time and chance happeneth to them all in other words are you listening well in other words the race is to the swift the battle is to the strong bread is to the wise riches to men of understanding favor to men of skill unless time and chance come and change it who will win the race the fastest man the one who runs the fastest unless time or chance or both there was some olympic swimming event one time when the slowest person got the gold and what <laughs> what happened <laughs> when it was time for them to take off you know bah! head start everybody disqualification everybody except the slowest person <laughs> so it doesn't mean that the slowest person should have just gone to sit down and sleep and say that oh time and chance will find me in my bed where i'm like no 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 the fastest person would have run that race and won it only that time and chance only that time and chance so if you were wise you see this is such a true scripture 
when time and chance or if you see where you say chance it depends on what you believe you can say time or God until they intervene these things are true we have no control over time please try and hold the sun there for the rest of the day you don't have control over time and you don't have control over God what you have control over to some degree is your speed yeah are you there it's your strength wisdom understanding so you can do something about the other things until time and chance enter permit me to say also that you had better do something about the other things because that swimmer who got the gold had also trained had also worked had also tried to do something had also managed to pass through to enter the olympics if you are going to lie in your bed and expect good things to happen it's not like that if the person had been hey, please push your neighbor and say did you get the goal did you get the goal you didn't get the goal because you didn't participate in the race so you need to see that there are things that determine what happens to you and how well things go with you and today we're going to be talking about the first determinant <laughs> the race until time and God appear it is to the swift yeah until time and God or time and chance if you like until they appear the, the race will be won by the person who is fastest is it true or it is not true yeah that, that's just it's just normal that's it and because of that today we're going to be looking at this first determinant speed it's possible that we will not finish and then we will continue it is possible it's possible just push your neighbor and say let's just flow let's just flow let's just flow so today we're going to be learning some things about speed please so when i talk about speed i'm not talking about your 140 kilometers on the temamoto way you are lacking in wisdom singularly lacking in wisdom hey akra kumasi road 160 kilometers you have planned a one-way street to heaven that's all so that's not what we are discussing here <laughs> i think i need to say it because some people like speed but you need another that's not the type of speed we are talking about but we want to learn a few things about speed are you ready we are on a journey we're on a journey and today i'm hoping to minister particularly to my nice friends who are very slow are doing things <laughs> very slow yeah i'm preaching for you and i'm praying that god will impart something to you very slow number one speed determines if you will build anything <laughs> speed <laughs> determines if you will build anything let's go to a scripture second chronicles 24 reading from verse 2 joash did all that was right in the sight of the lord joash was one of the kings who came on board as a young man and he did right in the sight of the lord all the days of jehoiada the priest and Jehoiada took him two wives and begat sons and daughters and it came to pass after this that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord and he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them go out unto the cities in Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that you hasten the matter how be it the Levites hasted it not and the king called for Jehoiada the chief and said unto him why hast thou not required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of Moses the servant of the Lord and of the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of, of witness for the sons of Athaliah that wicked woman had broken up the house of God and also all the dedicated things of the house did they bestow upon Balaam you see here is the situation this young king had come to the point where he realized that the house of God, the church, was in disarray. So he spoke to the priests of the time. He said, look, let us repair it. This was a young man. Let me not wait until I'm old and I'm about to die before I start to work for God. Let me do something now. 
and so he rose up instead of the priest to even get up and say oh king we think we have to repair our church they were rather relaxing and he came and he said go around i am authorizing you as king to go and take offerings around and 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 let's use it to build the church so those of you who have been complaining about the offerings you see that you are out of order from long <laughs> that's just a side bab i couldn't resist it <laughs> amen and he didn't understand why will you not get up and quickly do this thing and they didn't and many people are like that an opportunity comes you see it's an opportunity when the king gets up and says i'm backing you i'm backing you You can even go to the house of the inhabitants and say the king says that you should support us you know to build you have a little more strength and something to go and collect and then you just sit and many many people are like that but if you are going to build anything at all speed is essential there's an interesting story in this book that i have to read for you written by bishop Dag, and it is it is a true story he said i once belonged to a committee that was assigned to build something at the very first meeting a senior brother chided me for being over eager to get on with the project he said to me young man don't be in a hurry similar projects in other parts of the world have taken over 300 years to build even though we could have achieved our goal in four years the land for the project had not even been demarcated after three years in other words slow when you are slow many things get spot one of the thing reasons why it is good to build fast is that with speed you save cost you save cost are you there yeah the thing that last year was costing 30 cities this year is 38 <laughs> yeah if I, that's a nice example someone says turbonet before the covid you had a certain price now you are buying it at double the price because of your slowness imagine you were going to be building and then you don't even take the decision quickly and many people who do not build that's the problem they don't decide quickly so here you are you are a new teacher you have just been sent to a certain area and you are there and the place is not yet looking um what's the word built up but as you are there you are doing your best and then you hear that oh there's some land over here that you can get for a price then you start to think and you 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 think i know a certain person who the person was about to retire after 30 years of staying in a certain town where we all were and at that i just about a year to go the person was telling me when i retire i have no building i have nowhere to go and i said ah but this place where we are even when i came i mean because the person had been there longer than us land was still cheap the person said yes so but i was thinking about it i was thinking about it <laughs> i was thinking i was thinking you thought uh, 10 years came and passed and you were still thinking and 20 years came and passed and you were still thinking and 30 years have come to pass <laughs> if you don't hasten your feet you will not do the building at all you will not do the building at all hey speed cuts down cost that's why in places where they really measure things when they are doing certain projects they will build during the day and they'll build during the night they'll put up lights so that the building is going on all the time and they will actually get people you know have people so that there are those who work day shift and those who work night shift and the thing is moving and it's done and they bring the cost down hey hmm. but some people please so don't be annoyed i haven't mentioned your name yeah speed eliminates waste yeah speed surprises the opponents of the project yeah the opponents of the project 
we are blessed to belong to a house where our father believes in building and so when the Tamale church was not that old we had, we had gotten to a certain stage I think we must have been about four or five years old then he said buy land so the land was bought and then he said build and then we started building and just, just go for it and you see this was a church we were now coming so it's not as if some plenty of money was lying somewhere then he said no you just put it together put together your offerings you build uh, when you don't have you pause gather a little again and then you continue so soon after we started building it was in a certain place early one morning a certain car came there and out came an official from a certain department in the land furious angry what did we think that we are doing there <coughs> what is it that we are doing he said, I, uh, what can be the problem uh, this land something 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 you see the guy came there to make a lot of noise but he could not do who tell your neighbor he couldn't do what who because while enemies slept the land had been purchased the land had been registered are you seeing it the building had begun so by the time the man wanted to galvanize his opposition for whatever reason he wanted to galvanize it it was too late but if we had taken our time and just sat and said we are waiting till we get all the monies together all the monies how many times will your bank account see that kind of money how many times speed I said speed push your neighbor and say speed yeah it is required very important hallelujah and speed helps you to overcome unforeseen and unavoidable delays there are some delays that are I mean you didn't see them coming That's why when you go and get something, don't go into debt and don't go and get a some big something that you don't finish. Thirty years to pay to pay for your house. You did <laughs> thirty years. Do you know what unforeseen circumstances on the way? Hey, hmm. Hallelujah. Number two, we're talking about speed. This one is a very interesting one. Speed determines if you will get married. <laughs> Speed determines if you will get married. <laughs> Let us <laughs> Let's take this scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 25. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, a story begins verse 15 in fact it begins before verse 15 this is where um david had sent some men to nabal to go and ask him for an offering and they went and they they went to tell nabal that while your animals were in the hills because at a certain time in the year they take all the animals up into the mountains it's easier for them to eat there but it's also more dangerous so david's people had come to say we were their guards we guarded your people nothing happened to your people nothing happened to your animals they have all returned home and now you are sharing your sheep this is the time when you cut off all the wool and it's your money making time and so we've come to say remember us we are still out there in the wilderness remember us reward us for what we did and Naba answered as his name <laughs> who is david nowadays small small boys will be getting up and then they just get up and give themselves titles and they just and he didn't do it and so david was angry and he his um, his man was left and went to tell him and they knew that trouble was coming so one of his servants went to tell nabal's wife abigail that hey this is what happened and the guys this is what the guy said the servants they said the men were very good to us and we were not hurt neither missed we anything as long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields they were a wall unto us both by night and day all the while we were with them keeping the sheep do you understand this this thing so the guy was saying that look it's true when we were there they were like a wall for us and for as long as they, we, we stayed with them we were safe so he said now therefore 
Know and consider what you will do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Then Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves and two bottles of wine and five sheep already dressed and five measures of pitched or parched corn and a hundred clusters of raisins and two hundred cakes of figs and laid them on asses. Listen. She didn't wait to go and ask her husband, but Yuka, what were you thinking about? She didn't wait to go and have a quarrel. She didn't even wait to ask permission. She just got moving. There are times in life when you must get moving. And she saved her whole family by her action. Because truly, when the news got to David that this was what the man said, he said, Kai, <laughs> we have looked after this man's things in vain. God help me if by tomorrow I leave anything that pisseth against the wall alive. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a, a, a threat. <laughs> so they were actually on their way to come and just destroy Nabal and then Abigail comes with her things she has packed. Please, please, I beg you. I'm sorry. The man, he's like his name. It's because I didn't hear. It's because I didn't see. Please receive this. And you see, please, do you know, God has plans for you. Don't do this thing that will become a mark against you later. That you are going to finish off some family. And David said, that's a wise woman. Are you there? So, that was it. Now, when she came back to come and tell her husband the story, you see, she has gone, calm the waters, everything is cool. She came back to meet the husband drunk because I told you that when they do the sharing of the wool, that's when money comes. So they had had a pore. You see, that's why David had sent to him that now that you are going to be slaughtering animals, cooking, having a party, just remember us and send us something. So she came. And she told her husband that they were on their way to finish us. As I went, I met David coming with his whole army. And the man was so afraid. He had a heart attack right there. Verse 39. Verse Samuel. <laughs> Chapter 25 and verse 39. When David heard that Nabal was dead, he said, Blessed be the Lord that hath pleaded the cause of my reproach from the hand of Nabal, and hath kept his servant from evil. For the Lord has returned the wickedness of Nabal upon his head. And David sent and communed with Abigail to take her to wife. And when the servants of David were come to Abigail to Carmel, they spoke to her, saying, David sent us to you to take you to take you to him to wife. She arose, bowed herself to, on the face of the earth, and said, Behold, let thine handmaid be a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And Abigail, again, she hasted and arose and rode upon an ass with five damsels of hers that went after her. And she went after the messengers of David and became his wife. So you see that the lady, well, now here she was. Her husband was gone. And David said, you see, in those days, if you were a widow, you were really a sad um, in a sad situation and the truth is that in even in today's world it's the same it's the same you may have some more um, economic freedom or whatever but it is the same it is a very difficult position to be in so when David came remember this is not the David who was King David he was not King David yet he was still on the run Yes, he was a fugitive and he sent and he asked, I would like to marry you. I think that you are a very wise woman, a very beautiful woman, very nice woman. Your head also works. I would like to marry you. The Bible says that she hastened to say, yes, I'm coming. And just packed her thing. Yeah, haste. And she got married. And she got married. Today, it's not like that. Both among the girls and the boys. Yes. Wasting a lot of time. Young man, you are just walking round, 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 round,
when we ask you you say mm, I'm coming I'm thinking about it be thinking be thinking that's why somebody will come under your nose under your nose yes yes no it's true it's true have you not heard this story many times for those of you who are students they'll be in the same study group learning together learning together she didn't say anything so the girl too she's there she looks at Charlie I'm 24 I want to get married then some brother from somewhere that we knoweth not of will come with her and she will say okay after she says okay you say oh my heart your day your what <laughs> your what and you have some guys because of that you are 35 you can't marry you can't marry you wasted time wasted time please I'm not talking about brothers in the world they have their problem if you are a Christian if you are a Christian God does not expect that you should be spreading your seed freely around the area yeah he's not expecting that of you that free range behavior does not belong to a Christian brother and that is one of the reasons why as soon as you are you have a bit of awareness of yourself a bit of a future ahead we say just marry I know some people put on a long list and they say the man he should have a TV he should have a fridge he should have what again a, a house he should have this the list that you are writing sir the list you are writing that list that you are writing you when you marry did you have it did you have it I don't, I don't want to disturb some of my, my own colleagues, but I would have liked to ask you. As you are there, giving this list from Kunkrun to Krankrai, and saying that the guy should not marry, because some churches, you are supposed to help them marry, not stand against them. Yeah. And then you make them walk around, walk around, waste time. Now, when the guy has got all the things that you say, all the godly women are married, then he goes to marry something and brings the something to the church. And then you are saying, Brother, where did you find this woman? Where do you think he found her from? All the other decent ladies have already been taken. That's the men. Then the sisters too are there. When the brother comes, you are looking at him. Then you say, oh, you are thinking about it. No, you are praying about it. You, as you are there, you don't pray much. You don't pray much. Then you walk up and up and up and down. Some of you, your name should be Miss No. When this brother comes, no. This one comes, no. This one comes, no. This one comes, no. Let me just tell you something. There's something called the flower of your age in the flower of your age that is when you see that so many people are coming nobody can tell you when the flower passes because honestly when you stand in front of the mirror you still look the same but the flower has passed and that is when now instead of people come you are now walking around saying man a man who they call who is asking who is Uh, so pastor are you just saying that we should marry just anybody I'm sure you are more intelligent than that yeah you are far more intelligent than that you know that you see you know that that's not what I'm saying Christian brother you have seen the young lady propose young lady you have seen the Christian brother and you are all of age accept you know, marry. You know, one of the things I thank God for in this COVID season has shown you that you can marry under any circumstance. Have we not seen office weddings? We have called them office wedding. We have called them wedding. Have we not seen wedding twenty-five people? Have we not seen wedding fifty people? So today, nobody, nobody can come and stand there and say that oh, because I don't have money. You don't need money. The only thing you need is to go and pay for that certificate at uh, 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 KME. Uh, that's all. That's all. Um, you see he should have a place to take her excuse me sir where is he getting her from she's been living with her family her mother her father four children chamber and hall what what is your problem what's the problem suddenly the man should have a house 
Oh, come on. Come on. If only you need a certain, of course, I'm not talking to 15 year olds. I'm not saying 15 year olds. I beg you. I beg you. But as you begin to complete school, it's time to think of getting married and make up your mind. There is no golden woman from anywhere and there's no golden man from anywhere. This guy is good enough. That girl is good enough. He is not the most handsome man on earth. Neither are you the most beautiful lady on earth. But goodness gracious me, if God has spoken to you and opened your eyes and you have seen, just go ahead and stop wasting our time. Hey, Stop wasting my hard time. Yes, yes. In fact, I'm just remembering a certain brother. He'll get a text from me as soon as I finish preaching. Stop wasting our time. Yes. Stop. A certain boy. He'll get a text. Stop wasting our time. Hey! <laughs> yeah. No, I like Abigail. I mean, down to earth. Down to earth. The thing has got to be done. You see. Some of you would have said, oh, her husband has just died. She should sit down. She should wait a year. That's why some widows are brought to a piece of bread. When the husband has passed away, they make her sit down. The woman was a trader. She had her things. What job can you do that you can leave it for one year and just go and pick it up and be working? Huh? By the time she comes back to pick the business up, things have changed. Her life of poverty has begun. Because she listened to some people who are not practical. I beg of you, with all due respect, the man has died. Give him that honor as he's finished, as he's passed. Somebody else is coming. Go ahead. With all due respect, the lady has died. Give her a little whatever. You see, she's not coming back. Oh. If she's a Christian crash, she's in heaven saying, come on, go ahead with it. She's saying what I'm saying to you. Get on with it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you there or you have traveled? Yeah. Speed. It is needed. You have waited. You know, there used to be a time when they, they thought that it's only women who lose if uh, they wait too long. Men too, after the age of 34, your fertility begins to go down. And it is medically proven. By, by the time you are 40, you are now having your first child. You are wondering, Aden, I was very good in school, but Akwalanu Wabong, Mekasha will say Wabong because Wuswoniyama know they are old. Let me not go. We have not planned to go today. Hey! Are you in the house? Yeah. Speed. Speed. Don't take it out of context. We are discussing it in a certain context. Don't take it out of context. Because there are people who will always reduce something to a ridiculous argument. That's not what we are saying. Within the confines of what we are discussing, you understand what I'm saying. 35, you are not married. It's a problem. And you should know that it is an indictment on your character. Yeah, it says something about you. Because it takes something to marry a woman. That's why the Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and he obtains favor from the Lord. You don't just get up and marry a woman. And when I say marry, please, I'm not talking about those of you who just cohabit. Anybody can cohabit, including rabbits. Anybody, they just stay together. That one, you don't need anything to stay together. That's not what we're talking about. And it is not what we do in church. But marry the woman. Um, I'm only uh, 26 years old. What is only about that? You have been fornicating since you were 16. That one, you didn't say that. Ah, that one, you didn't say that. You are, you are too young. I remember one day, a certain young man who was my church member had impregnated a certain girl. And the girl had hoped that he would marry her. But it wasn't happening. So I met him one day and I asked him, I said, oh, I hear that, you know, you're not planning to marry. Then the guy said to me that, I went to see my brother. I said, what? Your brother said, Oswa. Why didn't he say that to you before he started opening your zip? Are you there? Why did he say it earlier? 
You see, at times, eh, we are not honest and real in the church. At times. We are not honest and real. I want to speak to some parents. I hope that your children are not by you. Parents, the children of today, they are not like how you were. As you are there saying that this child is innocent, he knows 15 different pornographic sites which he visits every day. He's into things you can't even imagine. Dream about so please don't say what you are saying oh my son he's very innocent no 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 please it's not like that it's not like that you don't know your son next time you see that's why your child should have a pastor i am a pastor but i'm not my children's pastor my sons have their own pastors so that they have godly men and women they can talk to and receive godly counsel it's not everything they'll tell you as a parent they won't tell you they won't tell you Parents, if I told you what your child told me, you will stop saying what you are saying. Mm. You will stop saying what you are saying. Hey! Hey! Hmm. Wow. <laughs> so please. <laughs> Evil finds them so early. And we play the fool with it and we say they are too young. Allow them to marry. Support them to marry. Yeah, actually support them. It doesn't have to be an expensive anything. Support them to do the right thing. You'll be happy that you did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My husband and I, we have supported our sons to marry early. And we have no regrets. Rather than jumping around. As they've come to say, I've just finished school. I don't have anything, but I want to marry. This is the person. So are you sure this is the person? Check it, check it. Really? We are with you. We are with you. Yeah. So what do you have? How much can you what can you do? Yeah. You have a little job, you will not starve. Okay. We too, this is what we can do. Hey, finish. And we go. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Speed. Push your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Speed, speed speed it determines if you will get married many people who have dragged their feet over getting married have discovered soon after that they couldn't marry yes some that's how come they have children they are there till now somebody was just telling me they are six children six the ability to marry not the children the parents haven't married because when you should have married you didn't you walked around, walked around, walked around. You see, you must understand that if you have one child, a second one is coming. By the time they turned around, they are six. Are you now going to marry? I've been a welding. You see, it was supposed to be some time ago. Make a decision. Talk to yourselves. Decide that. Look, let's do a simple wedding. Yeah. God will just help us and settle yourselves. Hallelujah. I think I'll give you one more point for today. You see why I said that we will not be able to finish. <laughs> Speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid. Speed determines the financial disasters you will avoid. Genesis chapter 19. This is the story of Lot. Sodom and Gomorrah. From verse 15, when the morning arose, then the angels hasted Lot, saying, Arise, take your wife and your two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. I, I want to pause here for a moment. You know, at this point, at this point, the decision had already been taken that Sodom and Gomorrah would be destroyed. But I found it very significant that the angels were advising Lot at this point and saying that they must leave now before they are consumed in the iniquity of the city. And I just want to minister to somebody who you should have moved out of where you are. And you are still there and the iniquity of the place is catching up with you. There are some things that will not happen to you when you are in another place. It's because of where you are. And then you began, you are big. I don't know why I'm saying this and I don't know who you are, but I'm speaking to somebody. Pick up your things and just go. Move out with your family. 
He said, because you will be lest you be consumed in the iniquity of the city. Hey. Tell neighbor, it's not everywhere that's a place to be. Yeah, not everywhere. Not everywhere. You see, you have put your heart, I'm going to stay in America. I'm going to stay in UK. I'm going to stay here. You are looking at other things. And now you have you and your family, you have been swallowed up by the iniquity in the place. You are now coming up in over. Please don't write me a letter. I don't know who that was for. <laughs> While he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand. You see, he was doing uh, flight tense. Mm. And upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him, may God find grant you mercy to get out of there. And they brought him forth and set him outside the city. And it came to pass when they brought them forth abroad that he said, that, that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Are you there? And he repeats it all the way again in verse 22. He said, Haste thee, escape, escape, escape. Amen. Now, here was Lot. He had lived in the place. You know, there are times when you are agreeing with something and you are saying, This place is not good at all. Oh. This thing is not a good at all. But then you don't make any move. You don't make any move. And here was the whole thing about to go down. Sodom and Gomorrah. I can tell you that when Lot and his wife were running away that day, I don't think they carried much. I don't think they carried much. Total, complete financial disaster. But you see, when you read the account of Lot's story, the Bible says that when he lived in the city, he was already aggrieved by the evil that he was seeing there. But he didn't move. He didn't move. Now he had to run away with nothing. He had to run away with nothing. There are times when you are in something, you are in a business, in a something, and you begin to see things going on. And you can see that, no, I don't agree with how this thing is going. Pick up your things. Hurry up and go. And when he was going, they gave him some instructions. And they told him that, escape for your life. Escape for your life. Look not behind thee. Don't stay in the plains. Escape to the mountains. You know, even though the point is talking about speed in terms of the financial things, I also want to say that it's also like that for spiritual things. When you are coming out of a certain lifestyle, come out of the lifestyle. Escape for your life. Do you get it? Escape for your life. So many Christians, you have mixed, mixed the life. Now we are not sure, are you a Christian or an unbeliever? You have mixed the two. And so now even your very Christianity is in doubt. Then you are walking around and you are saying that, oh, uh, uh, what? One said, always said. One said, always said. I, I don't plan to have a theological discussion with you right now, but I would really like to point you to the story, the parable of the ten virgins. And I want to point you there and show you that there were ten virgins. All were virgins. All of them slept. All of them had some oil. When they woke up, five made it, five did it. So if you, uh, you still think that you should go on like that, it's up to you. But here this man was told, escape for your life. The second instruction he was given was, don't look back. Don't look back. You came out of 419. Why are you looking back? You escaped though. That looking back is what will finish you. Go and ask Lord's wife. Yeah. Go and ask Lord's wife. She looked back with regret, thinking of all the things she was leaving behind. She couldn't move again. Pillar of salt. A pillar of salt is exactly what? Useless. What do you do with a pillar of salt? A pillar, who eats a pillar of salt? Who works with a pillar of salt? You are just there, nothing. You are just a memorial to us of what we shouldn't be. And there are people who have done this thing instead of getting out, escape for your life. You keep on looking back and you look. Jesus said that if you put your hand to the plow and you look back, you cannot be his disciple. 
You cannot be his disciple. I'm talking to that guy. You said you were a missionary. You have gone to the place. And now because it's difficult, you are looking back and you are saying, I wonder if I made a mistake. Maybe I should go back. Don't look back. Do not look back. Don't look back. Be there. Stay there. Stay there. The God that you are serving, he will rescue you. You have been looking for help everywhere else. I say, stay there. Let God come and find you there. Huh, what are you saying? Escape for your life. Don't look behind you. Don't stay in the plane. Escape to the mountain. In other words, go far to a place that doesn't even look like this place. You see, many people who are in a financial mess today, God told you to escape. Oh, you didn't escape. You didn't escape. He told you to get out of that scheme. I don't want to mention that. You were there. They told you that, oh, the, 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 the uh, profit, it was how much percent? 15%. Uh, and you should ask yourself, what business will, be, will you be doing that will give you that? 50%. Or if you bring us 100 cities, you'll get 100 cities. Immediately, you should see that it's fraudulent. But I say, I'll just do one. Forgetting that money has its own <laughs> hold. <laughs> When you take your 500 cities and you go and do it, and you are going back for your 500 and then they give you 1,000, then something says to you, if I put it back inside, when I get the 2,000, just to go and settle, just to settle the dead, brother, I'll come out. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Speed. Speed. You see, as a child of God, God talks to you. He talks to you. And so, how does he talk to you? It's not, you see, he, he may be talking to you now. As I'm giving the example, you realize that's me. Maybe that's the easiest one. But there's one even easier one. Which is, when you are going to do the thing, and there's some, I think, some feeling. And the feeling is that even though everything looks okay, you just feel that no, no, escape. I said escape, escape. Don't do it. Oh, everybody is doing. Who ever said anything about everybody? Who ever said? Don't you know that the way to hell is broader than the one to heaven? Don't you know that it's more populated? So we don't look at what everybody is doing. I want to talk to somebody. Speed. You want to be anything for God? Speed. Your slowness is too much. Speed. People will be saying that, eh, why? Are they ah, sorry too much? That's their opinion. But it's not their life. Your life is in your hands. You will answer for yours. Go and go all the way. Fast. So that you have gone too far to turn back. It will keep you. In the day that you are feeling a little down, and you want to remember where you came from, you realize that you don't even know the road. You don't know the latest dance. And you don't know the latest DJ. You have gone too far. You overcome. You stay. And you move on. You will avoid the financial disasters. Lot's life was actually a disaster. He was lucky to just get his life to go with. But he had to leave everything because he was too slow. Speed will determine whether you will win a race. It will determine whether you will be rich. It will determine whether you will be successful. It will determine what you have. And it will determine your financial increase. Unless time and chance come in. Unless. But for most of us, we cannot control time and chance. What we can control is what we do. Make haste to serve God. You don't know how much longer you have. We all don't know how much longer we have. What a year it has been. In the middle of Corona, which is what everybody has talk, is talking about, there have been floods that have been killed people, that have killed people, fires that have killed people. There are planes that have come down. All kinds of things have happened in the midst of all the mess. Explosions have happened that we have never seen or heard of before global earthquakes, all kinds of things. It's not a time to be slow. In fact, slowness is an enemy as of now. I want you to stand to your feet.
and I want you to talk to God and say, God, grant me the grace to be fast. Grant me the grace. Grant me the grace. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he didn't waste time to go back home to go and hear anything or eat anything. He went straight, wilderness, straight into ministry, straight to see things. Not knowing he had only three years to go, but he accomplished it all. What about you and I? Just bow down your head and begin to pray. And talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Ask the Lord to have mercy on you. And to grant you the speed that comes from the Holy Spirit. To do what you must do at the right time and in the right way. Not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Ask him for the grace to make decisions. Good and powerful decisions. Ask him for the grace. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Kama sundele beshimbuwe. Roma sindala baba. Kema sandala baba shikita ndoro prosima. Rima baba 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 baba. Ima sandala mama. Akandala mama mama. Andala masukita nanda. Shikasanda. Reme sendele beya. Mikandala mama. Ikanda. Andala masikita ndebeya. Rime sendele bebeya. Ondola. especially for the grace and the speed to make the decisions and do what we must. To you be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, somebody, this is your opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You've been thinking about it and you've been saying, not yet. Another day, another week, another time. But today, I want to invite you to make that decision quickly. You have taken too long already and it is only a prayer away to cross over from hell into heaven one day 
the time will come when Jesus is back and it is too late and on that day you cannot cross from hell into heaven but today is not that day it has not yet come and so hasten your feet and cross over while you can and if that is you and you want to give your life to Jesus I want you to pray this prayer after me the Bible says that we should confess him in order to be saved let us pray pray these words after me you want to say Lord Jesus I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of Jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life Lord Jesus from today from today you are my savior and you are my Lord I thank you for saving me Amen Father thank you for each one who has prayed this prayer I ask that your will will be done in their lives. May they never go back. And if we meet one day here on earth or in heaven, may it be to celebrate you and to thank you for our salvation. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at folcaibiasif. God richly bless you.